Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. Well, hello, guys. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Elijah Fire. You are watching episode 269. Today is July 18th, 2023, and I'm so glad to have you guys with us today. I hosted yesterday. I am Jen Lowen. I'm Jeff's sister. And I mentioned also yesterday that I would bring a little gift uh, with me of a picture of my family so you could see. Um, I'm married to a man named Michael Lowen. That's him in the picture. And we have two little girls, Annabelle and Evangeline. Annabelle is in the middle there between the two of us. And then Evangeline, she's five, almost six. That was um, just around the holiday season. And we went on a fun little road trip and got our picture taken at this absolutely beautiful resort and um, got to walk around. And so we thought it'd be fun to get our picture taken there. So that's my little family. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom, but also a work-from-home mom, and I homeschool my two little girls in Ohio. So we um, we have a lot of fun. All right. So if you guys are new joining us, welcome. We are so happy to have you. We actually do live shows Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Eastern time. And we stream to four different locations. So we stream from YouTube, Elijah Fire YouTube, Elijah Fire Rumble, Elijah Fire Facebook, and Elijah Fire Twitch. If you are a regular viewer and you watch the show, would you please subscribe to any of the channels that you're watching on, like the videos, share the videos. That really helps to get the word out when more people see our videos or they see interactions with the videos, people get an opportunity to see the show more, which is fantastic. We'd love to reach more people. Also, this is a numbered episode, um, episode 269. And so that means that by tomorrow, Mariah will have uploaded that onto all the podcast platforms. So if you're listening to this through the podcast and you like the show, you're, you, you've enjoyed the content, please leave us a review, share, download all that same wonderful stuff. All right. Um, Anytime you guys go to ElijahFire.com forward slash donate, those proceeds go towards keeping this show free five days a week, but they also go towards the water well efforts. Steve Schultz, who runs um, Elijah Streams, has taken proceeds or not proceeds, some of the donations and funneled them towards water well efforts. We partnered with a ministry called Show Mercy International that's run by Mike and Lori Sally. They have been friends of the ministry for years and years, and they help to find the places where we dig those water wells. So I believe we have a video to show you of the water wells. Over 7 million people in Uganda lack access to safe, clean water. But you are changing that statistic by providing access to clean water. But there is still a need. There are still many who don't have access to clean water. Would you continue to help bring clean water to the beautiful people of Uganda? Donate today online at ElijahStreams.com. Okay, so I wanted to correct really fast. It's actually not ElijahFire.com. It's ElijahStreams.com forward slash donate. So sorry about that. I want to make sure I direct you to the correct website. All right, so without further ado, we have a wonderful show lined up for you guys today. I'm really excited about it. I don't think my guest really needs much of an introduction because she is a friend of the show. She's done a series with, with Jeff and she's done a handful of other episodes. She's definitely a loved guest but she is an author. She is a speaker. She is the founder of Freedom Lounge. Please join me in welcoming Cindy McGill. Hello, hello. Hello. 
Well, welcome back to the show, Cindy. We were chatting it up in the backstage, and I know you've got a lot on your heart to share. So I would yeah. just love to just hand hand it over to you and <laughs> go with what's what you what you have on your heart. Okay. Well, it's always good to be with you guys. You know, we are friends of the ministry for sure. Yeah. And so, um, you know, there's always something new that God's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time we turn around, it seems like a new, I mean, every, really every day, uh, there's something new that God's showing, giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it, it's almost like we're in this new season. So I want to talk to you about two things. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really important. What God is doing in us. Okay. How we're being fashioned, formed, informed, uh, given um, new anointing. There's an increase of the anointing going on in us right now. And it's because we need it. Mm-hmm. It's because of what's going to happen, where we're going, how this thing's going to pan out, what we're expecting uh, in the days to come. We're in some pretty incredible seasons right now. We're in a very, um, it's almost like a, you know, you have to be really careful where you walk and what you say and how you do things. There's, uh, I remember, um, you know, Jesus was talking about in Matthew 10. I feel like we're living in Matthew 10 when Jesus uh, told the disciples uh, in the days, in the end days, you'll be hated by all men because of me. And he mm-hmm. said, therefore, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. You need to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Well, there's also an increase of the anointing. Otherwise, you wouldn't be a threat. Yeah. Right. You know, if right. you didn't have the anointing and, and again, Isaiah 60, uh, one says, you know, arise and darkness will cover the earth. Deep darkness will cover people. And then he said, arise and shine, like get up, get up during that time. Don't lay down during that time mm-hmm. when darkness covers people and darkness covers the earth. You get up because the glory of the Lord will be risen upon you. And it even says that nations will come to your light. And the and the the light of your rising. So we're we're in that time right now where we're going to have to pay attention to to the times and the seasons that we're in. It's almost as if God's giving us a compass of what what He needs for us to do, how He needs to adjust ourselves uh, mm-hmm. for what is coming and what's already happening. And here's the thing: I I always think about. I live in Texas. You know that. And Mm -hmm. um, so when we have threats of thunderstorms, okay, uh, we get the information of a cell or a big thunderstorm moving the direction, whichever way it is. And we know to, because we have tornadoes here and different things, we know Mm -hmm. to prepare. Mm -hmm. We know that it's coming. We know about when it's coming. We look on the uh, radar, we have a radar thing on my phone, and uh, the meteorologist will update it as to how fast it's moving, when it's coming, what's what can you expect in the storm? Are you expecting hail? Is it going to be tornado-like weather? Is it going to go around you? Is it going to split? Um, that kind of thing. You know, how heavy is the rain? Get your pets out uh, of the uh, elements and that kind of thing. So we have that kind of um, radar. Um, information that we can know and expect what's coming. And I believe that right now we are in a season where God is revealing certain things that are going to be coming our direction. There's Mm -hmm. a stirring happening. You can't have exposure like what's happening right now uh, and more to come without there being, um, without the devil throwing a fit. 
Sure. I guess is the way, the best way to put it. Yeah. And so, you know, there's going to be this crazy um, exposure that everyone's going to be glad about that it is being exposed, but there's also going to be that enemy, you know, just, just triggered and pulling everything out of the hat. And I'm thinking about specifically right now, because there's such an attack on children and you know that I go into the porn convention Mm -hmm. and, um, and I've done it for 14 years. And that's very, it's probably the hardest outreach I do. I mean, Mm -hmm. this marks this particular year marks 20 years that our, our teams have been out at Burning Man at the Burning Man festival this year is 20 years so for 20 consecutive years, we've had a theme camp out of mm-hmm. the Burning Man Festival in the Black Rock City of Nevada, where mm-hmm. 85 to 100,000 people gather. Yeah, it's and like a little just, village. Yeah. When it ha- it, yeah. It, well, it's a city that raises up overnight. Yeah. And so, um, you know, they, they it's a free expression lifestyle. They just want mm-hmm. to find out who they are and that kind of thing. Yeah. The porn convention is quite different in that you're, you're in a confined space. You feel like you're on a different planet. Hmm. And right now, um, this year specifically, they were pushing uh, pedophilia. And so we knew that the children are a target. I mean, you, it, w- it would be hard for us not to see that. I mean, with the drag queens. Yeah. And why do they want an audience with kids? The grooming and- that is essentially going on in the culture. It is. Yeah. And now it's just, it's coming out. Like people are actually out loud talking about it. Yeah. And, and I want to challenge people that you don't have to, you don't have to talk about it. Just show up, you know? And I was thinking about um, I, when I did the Her Voice movement, just this last week in Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon, there were around 5,000 people there and there were, it was being um, programmed or, or viewed by on, on online to around 140 nations or something like that. So wow. it was like, you know, God's going sounding an alarm. He's ringing a bell. He's mm-hmm. blowing a horn. He is, he's shouting from heaven mm-hmm. that um, we're going to see a harvest of young children coming to Jesus <laughs> Okay. Mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. and so I was, I was remembering while I was giving my um, message that um, when Paul or yeah, Paul Kane. So Mike Bickle was talking about the Kansas city prophets and how it all got started. And he was going through Mm -hmm. the history of it. And he said that before Paul Kane died, Paul Kane told him in the third great awakening, which we're in right now, Mm -hmm. just on the crest of it. He said, there's going to be an anointing that'll come on the children. And he said, Paul Cain said, they will prophesy with greater accuracy than I do. Wow. Now I was in a Paul Cain meeting. I was in more uh-huh. than one. And I, I listened to the accuracy of what he received from God about people just to validate and verify the fact that it was coming from heaven. It's a right. God who knows all things. He knows every hair on your head. He knows every every word before it comes out of your mouth and thoughts mm-hmm. in your head. And um, and so he knows all things. Yeah. And so he's he's telling people, look, I already know. I know what you do. I know who you are. I know, I know all, all things about you. And so I'm thinking of this as it relates to this grooming of children, right? Mm-hmm. So picture this. Um, there's a drag queen show going on and they've got an audience of children. 
Mm-hmm. And some little child during the during the show, the anointing of God comes on them. <laughs> and they go, excuse me, a little boy, little girl, four or five years old. And here they are with the purpose, devil's purpose is to be groomed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be desensitized sexually and that kind of yeah. thing. Little boy, little girl stands up and goes, excuse me. Here's what I see about you. Wow. I mean, I'm like, bring it. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. Like they, they don't have a, a, they don't have anything to, they got no dog in the race. Right? Exactly. Yeah. They were supposed to be the ones being groomed and here comes God. Yeah. And now God is taken over. Wow. That, that and, really stirs my heart to hear that. Right. Yeah. And I think God's taking over. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I feel like that, you know, the battle belongs to the Lord anyway. It does. We just get to partner with him. Mm-hmm. We, we need to be careful what we contract with. Mm. We need to be careful what we have come into agreement with. If we come mm-hmm. into agreement that the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Right. And we come into agreement that there's no hope for America. There's no hope for the world. Uh, you know, these uh, government and FBI and agencies are all going to get away mm-hmm. with whatever it is they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not God's agreement. Correct. Okay. God's mm-hmm. agreement is that you're going to reap what you sow. God's yeah. not mocked. Right. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Yeah. And at the conference this weekend, uh, or this week, rather, there were so many different speakers from different places, and they were really carrying a message, and they haven't consulted with one another. So we know that we're hearing not just from heaven when we pray, but we're also hearing from really um, skilled ministers, and everyone carries a part. You remember how you see in part, you prophesy in part, and that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And um, Don Potter was talking about, we're in a season of consequences, and mm-hmm. I thought, you know, it's boomerang. Mm-hmm. Remember, I, I and I even did a show on Elijah's dreams about boomerang because I heard the word and I'd never I'd never heard that kind of thing. And so what a boomerang does is, you know, it does take out the enemy. It does disturb the atmosphere. If it hits a bush, all the snakes and uh, things come out of the bush. Right. Mm-hmm. But it also makes a turn mm-hmm. and it comes back and it comes back. Well, we've made the turn. And so it's made the turn. And now it's coming back and whatever people have sown, they're going to reap. So Mm -hmm. they're going to have to deal with the consequences of what they've done Mm -hmm. and how they've acted and what they've, you know, been, been a part of and God shows up and now they're not only convicted and having to reap the consequences of what their bad behavior has done, Mm-hmm. And the way that they have brought so many with them. I mean, Jesus was pretty clear. He said, um, if anyone leads one of these little children astray, it's better than a millstone mm-hmm. is placed around their neck and they're thrown into the bottom of the sea. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we've got some serious consequences uh, coming, but we've also got some consequences of our good things, things that yeah. those of us that have been out in the field, out in the world, out doing, rescuing, uh, bringing hope and encouragement, giving life to people, bringing them into the kingdom, Mm -hmm. um, all the things, those things will be rewarded, uh, you know, as well in the consequence time. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So when you're talking about, um, 
even the scenario that you brought up about the children being in a situation, maybe their parents brought them into, you know, the drag show or whatever, and then being hit with the spirit of the Lord. Is your impression that this is kind of the Lord's way of just maybe bypassing the deaf ears of people who just weren't listening to, to say, Hey, you know, don't, don't bring your child into this. Or it's kind of like his way of saying, well, okay, you ignored me. So I'm just going to start pouring my spirit out on these little ones. Is that kind of the impression that you have? I think so. And I think that also there's a scripture in Isaiah, it's in Psalms. Wish I had it down. Um, I'm not very good at addresses. I get them all. I know. I'm not either. Um, but uh, it says when the when the judgments of God are in the land, its inhabitants learn righteousness. Mm. So there's something coming of us, not just us, but people that don't even believe there's God, mm. or they they've been God hardened, godless, and God confused. You know, mm-hmm. and and they don't even think He's there. And now all of a sudden he shows up and this power comes on people and, and whether God, however God wants to do it, he's mm-hmm. just, it's his show. I mean, it's his yeah. world, right? Mm-hmm. It's his thing. We're just partnering with him. Right. We're in agreement with him. We're in agreement with whatever he does. He's the one who made the world and all the people in it. And he made people for a certain purpose and for a reason. And you're here mm-hmm. born at this time for this reason, right? It's yeah. an Esther moment. Yeah. And um, so you're looking around going, okay, well, boy, when the judgments of God are in the land, which they will be, I mean, they're just coming. Uh, it's inhabitants, people that live in the earth learn righteousness. Well, how do they learn it? They could learn it, you know, really nothing ever changes unless it affects people personally. Right. Or with maybe like discomfort or pain. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, I mean, you know, think about when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody was going about their business and nobody was really paying attention. And the, the Sunday after those planes crashed into the World Trade Centers, the churches were full. Mm because they were concerned. They were like, they were really freaked out Mm -hmm. about this kind of thing happening without any kind of, nobody had it on their radar, you know? Right. And so it, it, it began to awaken some people to, oh my gosh, you know, this is a horrible thing. This is something we're, we're under attack and we didn't even know it. Yeah. Well, now we're getting warnings. It's like I talked about the storm and the radar and the compass. It's like, we're getting warnings. This is coming. This Mm -hmm. is coming. This Mm -hmm. is coming. We're in a season of consequences and that's for everyone. So people that are in high levels of authority and that kind of thing, there's not a God, there's not a a person on earth with all the money that they've got. That's Mm -hmm. bigger than God. Mm -hmm. I mean, in fact, it says that God owns it. Yeah. I own all the gold is mine, all the silver is mine, and I own a cattle on the thousand uh, thousand hills. Mm -hmm. So I kind of think that in a moment of time, um, all of the money that people have that they think they can overcome God or Mm -hmm. whatever, they will have pockets with holes in it and it will just drain out. Mm -hmm. And there's also a transference of wealth coming to the righteous, to people that have been already tested 
to handle great wealth. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now, back to the show. And so there's this transference of wealth that's coming because you can't do, we can't do what we do without funds. I mean, no. I was just telling you about the adult convention and we're hoping to rent a booth this next year mm-hmm. because it gives us a private space to be able to encounter people. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do healing oil treatments, which gives us a chance to touch them and to put oil on our hands and to impart and let them feel the Holy Spirit for themselves. Mm-hmm. And then we also have that wheel, you know, that gives us a chance to give them an encouraging word and it gives us an opportunity to interpret their dream mm-hmm. and it's our space. Mm-hmm. So we're not navigating when we don't have a booth, we're just free flowing, you know, we're, we're going in and out and we, you know, we have to navigate around pimps, around um, uh, agents, around security guards, around, you know, we have to be very careful that we don't take up their time because then we're, we're a nuisance, right? Right. But if yeah, we purchase a, yeah, if we purchase a booth, then we've got our own space. Mm-hmm. We've already paid for it. Now, the smallest one is is $4,000. It's about an eight by 10, which isn't big. And we can't hardly do anything in there. Mm-mm. And then the next one is 8,000. And it gives us about twice that much room. And they go way, way up, which, you know, I would never do that. But I think it's, you were asking me, does this go to the porn convention? I don't know so much know that, that those funds go to the porn convention as much as if you have any event, say, uh, a a decorating event or something at one of the casinos, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. have to rent a certain room and it costs a certain amount of money Mm -hmm. in order for that room to be rented. So I kind of look at it like that. And um, so, you know, we're having to raise these funds quickly. There was a a lot of talk at the, at the convention that I was with last week, the her voice about uh, immediately, immediately. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the Debs conference with Cindy Jacobs Mm-hmm. And she said, God has two speeds. He said, she said, he's got pause and fast forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're in fast forward. And the reason why we're in fast forward is because things are happening so quickly. We need to jump on it. Now that goes yeah. along with a dream that I had. And this will benefit people that listen and can hear. Hey, if you have ears to hear, let yes. them hear what the spirit is saying. Right. So the dream I had was I was in Vegas actually when I had the stream and it was during our outreach time. And uh, there was an island all the way down at the very bottom of a a few islands, right? And it was the very smallest one. It Mm -hmm. only had about three or four houses on it. And you had to bring everything in and carry everything out. You didn't, there was no store. And the only way to access it was by boat. Hmm. And so I was taken to this island, the smallest one, And all of a sudden the tide was out and there was a wave and it exposed about five whales, Hmm. whales. Hmm. And uh, they were yellow and red and blue and pink or blue and uh, green. And they were all different colors, each of them colors. Hmm. And they look like Christmas ornaments. Okay. Hmm. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the wealth that has been hidden because that's what whales represent. It's, hmm. it's the deep things. That's where they go. It's the, they're the king of the sea, pretty much, you know, yeah. uh-huh. whales are the biggest ones and they occupy the space of the, of the ocean. And 
it was almost as if we had access to these in every area, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, and in every way, because those colors represented something, right? Right. And God said to me in the dream, he said, um, stay ahead of high tide. And what hmm. I took away from that was you better access this while you have a, while it's available, while it's showing itself to you, because when high tide comes in, it covers it up again. Huh? Right. Yeah. So, and then I got Ecclesiastes 11, one cast your bread on the water and it will return to you in many days. And I thought there is, God is, is, is resourcing people with finances, billionaires, millionaires, billionaires, people that are kingdom people, people that have resources and there's more coming. Okay. Mm -hmm. And God is just uh, dispensing it in certain ways. And emotionally, you're going to have an emotional healing, which is really good because a lot of people have been traumatized by COVID and all the stuff that went along mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you've got, uh, safety. It's, it's the yellow one. It's security. It's safe. It's a caution or courage. And so you've got courage that's increasing in your life. You're going to have access to it. Um, you know, red, you've got righteousness or you've got war. One of the two, we are in a time of war. This thing isn't, this move of God is not going to be without war. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're just fooling ourselves. If we mm -hmm. think it's just going to be handed over. Oh, here you go. You know, mm -hmm. even though Satan's a defeated foe, he doesn't have any power. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's still going to, we're still going to have to access it through the spirit realm and do business there and overcome the wicked one. And God will give us downloads of his wisdom and his ways and his strategies. And we'll be over to be able to overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be able to access it, but we have to, there's, there's always that warring. You don't, wrestle with flesh and blood, right? None of this is flesh and blood. It's all spirit, uh, wickedness and spiritual uh, principalities in high places. Do you so, think you mentioned, you mentioned agreement earlier. Do mm -hmm. you think agreement has a role to play in the warring that we do in our oh, own minds? Most like definitely what it does. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Well, Jesus said it. If any two or three of you as uh, agree, as touching mm -hmm. anything, mm -hmm. anything, anything. Mm -hmm. You can ask what you will. I'm get, I'm there in your midst. You can ask what you will, and I'm going to give it to you. Mm -hmm. So agreement is huge. If you don't have agreement, or you come into agreement, or you contract with it with a with a foreign spirit or something, or your soul, something mm -hmm. in, that's damaged in your soul, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you've strengthened it. That's what you've done. But if you come into agreement with the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all of these things are added to you. Mm -hmm. All of these things are going to be added to you. Well, if you don't have agreement, then the enemy can come in and divide and conquer. Yeah. So we have to have agreement with mm -hmm. what God is doing. And we, we're not good at that because we like to think it up ourselves. And we like to come up with our own ideas, right? 
I mean, it's yeah. just true. Yeah. We don't, we don't like to have God have his way because we don't have control then. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not going to ever. I'm telling you, I've done so many outreaches and every time I, I think it up and God changes it. <laughs> so I've gotten to where I'm like, Hey, you know, your, your circus, your monkeys kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. whatever you want to do here. I love that. I, I'm your circus, you. it's your monkeys. <laughs> it's your monkeys. And so I'm just saying we've got now an opportunity to agree with heaven, mm-hmm. agree with him on what he's wanting to do, how he's wanting to do it and partner with him and let the Holy Spirit guide and lead us in those times. And then we're going to have success in every place we go in favor and angelic help. And the, again, the battle belongs to the Lord, not to us. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to see people come out of prisons mm-hmm. and we're going to see parents wake up and fight right now for their kids at the Her Voice movement. They're, they're gathering a million people, a million moms, warring mama bears that are going, you're not taking our kids. How are they doing this? By prayer. How do, how do moms get involved? They're going, they're speaking up, Uh they're standing up, they're declaring again, doing war Uh in the spirit that releases God's hands and his, his rescue Mm -hmm. into the world. Um, And they're, they're not going to, everything is done by prayer. Everything changes by prayer, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like going before the court and you plead your case and you're going do not let this happen. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to tell you that we have forgotten, or maybe we haven't paid attention to Psalm 149. And I'm going to read it because it's so good. And people don't pay attention to it. They don't even know it's there. If they do know it's there, they don't use it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, what on earth? Like, I've, I, I was challenged about this as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you what this says. I think I've shared it before, but I'm going to share it again because it's just too good not to share twice. Right. So, um, hang on. I might have to put my glasses on for this because I can't oh, read that small print. That's fine. Okay. So I'm going to go down to um, verse five in Psalm 149. And it says, let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Now, you know that when Jesus said, if I'm lifted up, I'll draw. Yeah. I'll mention myself, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let their high praises of God be in their mouth and the two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment to the people Mm -hmm. to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute on them written judgment. Mm Mm-hmm. This means you're taking captive the oppressors mm-hmm. in the spirit realm. And the double-edged sword would be the word of God. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So now you come into agreement with the word of God. And then it says this honor, this honor has all the saints. We haven't even done that. We haven't even done that. We have not. We have not executed vengeance on the nations Mm -hmm. punishment on people who are grooming your children yeah who are trying government officials that are trying to make it law that they can come in and take your kids 
right. out of your home. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, if you want to get dismembered physically by a woman whose adrenaline goes off the charts because she's a mom and you're trying mm -hmm. to take her kid, you'll be picking your body parts up off the street. Yeah. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. To bind their kings with chains, their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them written judgment, this honor has all the saints. So we have an opportunity because God told us it's an honor for you yeah. to take over the darkness and kingdom of darkness. It is your honor. It is, I've given you the authority. I've given it to you. Mm -hmm. You have what I have, Jesus said. And I overcame Satan. I overcame him. I made an mm -hmm. open display and show of him. Mm -hmm. Triumphing mm -hmm. over him. He's defeated. He's a defeated foe. And the only power that we have is what we give him. Yeah. Again, going back to that agreement, you know, agreeing with the lies, agreeing with the, yeah. it's almost like the ball. And it, it, it's if you're in fetters and you're out of the fetters, but he just hands them back to you and you're just holding them, even though you're not shackled to them anymore. You know, it's like, it's kind of the picture that I have of when we come into agreement with his lies, we're no longer bound to them, but we allow ourselves to carry them. Well, we just have to be retrained his ways. That's what the renewing of the mind is. Mm -hmm. Mind is a battleground. And so when I've gone into the places I've gone, I better know that Jesus is Lord. Mm -hmm. I better know that Jesus has already taken the teeth out of the lion of Satan. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. thinks he's something, but he's just throwing a fit. He reminds me, this will offend some religious people so great. He reminds me of a fart. He's just a lot of smell with no results. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, he does. Because he's just a lot of stink, but he's no results. He's got no results. Oh, and so wow. I'm like, why are we allowing this to happen? See, that's on our watch now. Yes. I know. I well, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I know. So but that's actually in Mark 8. Oh, I love they that. They were talking about bread, you know. We don't have mm -hmm. enough bread. Jesus said, listen, you beware of the leaven. You know what leaven does? Leaven it's... takes the power out. It leavens mm -hmm. the whole lump, right? You mm -hmm. be, uh, be aware and be cautious and watch out for the leaven of the Pharisees, which are the religious, and Herod, which is the government. Yeah. And I, I recently uncovered this even through like baking. When you put salt into a bake a dish that requires yeast, you actually temper the yeast. You stop it from spreading too far. That's right. Yeah. And when God calls us the salt of the earth, it's like we are that agent that of 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 stopping things from spreading too far. Yeah. The salt of the earth. That's why it's a healing agent. And it's also makes people thirsty, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's so many benefits to salt. And so we just have to be thinking about the fact we have to go with a mindset that God's already conquered this. He's already been there because we're mm -hmm. the only ones bound by time. He's not bound by time. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's no time in heaven. There's only time here. Yeah. And so, you know, we just have to be... Uh, thoughtful about mm, who's basically who's going to win in other words we're in here i'm i'm on assignment mm -hmm. when i do my outreaches i'm on assignment 
Mm-hmm. I take orders from headquarters and nowhere else. Mm-hmm. And then we have our intercessors and people that pray. And mm-hmm. you got a million people on the Mall of America praying, mm-hmm. praying. Don't you think that's going to rattle heaven just a little bit? Oh, yeah, for Don't sure. Don't you think it's going to turn a nation back to God? Yeah. Don't you think that we're going to proclaim and declare that we are one nation under God, indivisible, again, mm-hmm. agreement with liberty and justice for all? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the forefathers of our country made agreement with God when they founded this country. And that's what they founded it on. And so there isn't a devil in hell that is strong enough to take it away from what God made a covenant with. God mm-hmm. made a covenant promise with America. Mm-hmm. Because, and also that we honor Israel. Mm-hmm. And so there's not anything that's going to be able to take it away unless we let it. Right. And that seems to be the big. I don't know, message that see, that seems to be so prevalent right now is just, again, going back to that agreement of like, are you going to agree with the fact that your nation's going to be destroyed? Are you, and then just sit back and do nothing. Are you oh, no. going to come into agreement with the fact that they're coming for your children and there's nothing you can do? You know, oh, it's, yeah, I know. And I, well, and that's I, what people think. That's a problem. Yeah. That's what people have, have, again, it's the leaven. Mm-hmm. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, the, the religious and of the government, be, mm-hmm. be aware of it. you don't let it leaven you out. Yeah. And so we have got to come into terms with the fact that God is God. He is the redeemer of heaven and earth. <coughs> Excuse me. He is the one who is going to restore. He's going to redeem. He's going to give us supernatural power and strength to overcome the devil. It's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is that is an incredibly encouraging. And there was something that you had said earlier that I wanted to um to touch base on. I can't remember what it was. Oh, you were talking, sorry, now I remember what it was. With your dream, you mentioned the colors of the whales <laughs> and you said the Lord told you to stay ahead of the high tide. Yes. Now Two things. Do you think it was significant at all that your mind was drawn to Christmas colors in terms of the interpretation, like maybe a time frame um, or? Well, I didn't have any way to really describe the brilliance of the colors of the whales. The only thing that came to my mind was Christmas ornaments. Okay. But, but there wasn't anything specifically about Christmas ornaments in the dream. It was just that they were so vibrant and so real and they were alive. That's the way I could feel it. I think they were just alive and they were available. And so that told me also stay ahead of high tide. It's because there's a timing issue involved. In order for us to access what God is giving us right now to be able to go forward in the future of what we're going to be facing, we need need to get it now. Mm-hmm. We need to access it now. Mm-hmm. Don't don't diddle daddle and and fiddle around and not take possession mm-hmm. of what you're being shown, of what you're being given, and and get yourself into a place of healing, of of absolute. Uh, trauma, we do trauma removal. And I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people challenge me on that, but I've watched it myself. Mm -hmm. I've had it done. I've I've physically seen trauma being released from people's bodies before. It's it's amazing. And, and we've watched it at Burning Man for Mm -hmm. years. We've watched people who've been in 
tremendously horrible situations and they've had major trauma from their life and what they've had to experience. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking at sex trafficked children. Right. And now we're going to be, we're going to have to be able to wrap our arms around them. And and they have to be convinced that you, you are now a safe place. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that, that really tips me off, okay, so let's, whatever Satan means for evil, God turns it for good. It's not going to be any other way. God's not going to turn something good into evil. Right. God doesn't do that. Right. You know, evil is evil and it comes from hell. Um, but now you've got that movie Sound of Freedom, which is about child uh, sex trafficking and slavery. Mm-hmm. And you've got knuckleheads. Um, like the Rolling Stone magazine who mm-hmm. came out and said that this movie was for um, boomer dads who had right. brain worms. Yeah, I know. I saw that headline. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, it, how do you know what brain worms are? You knuckleheads. Like, I mean, do you have brain worms? Because no one's ever heard that expression. You know, it's like, that is the dumbest statement ever. Then, then on top of it, they're telling people, oh, the movie's been canceled or it's sold out and the, mm-hmm. the theaters are empty. Okay, so, and it's because um, the people who are over the theater, managers of the theater, have contracted with a, a message that they don't want getting out, even though people paid to see it and it's still growing. Mm-hmm. And um, then the air conditioner shut off, but it's working in the hall. And it's mm-hmm. working in the bathroom and it's working at the popcorn stand, but it's not working in the theater. And there's some people going, we don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't care if it's not working. We're going to watch it anyway. It doesn't yeah. matter. That's not going to be a, a deal breaker for me seeing the show. Well, and all those headlines to me, all they say is that's kind of the typical behavior of an abuser. They say something inflammatory so that people are like, Oh, I don't want to be associated with that. I don't want to be associated with someone who has brain worms or I don't want to be associated with this outrageous, you know, conspiracy group. I'm not going to go see that movie. You know, it's a tactic. It's a tactic. tactic. It's a scare tactic. It's it's Mm -hmm. gaslighting. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, you just have to be aware You remember it says God doesn't want you ignorant of the devil's uh, tactics. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you ignorant so that you don't know. I mean, years ago, years ago, when I started going to Burning Man, which Rolling Stone goes to Burning Man. (laughs) Hello. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not I'm not unaware of who you are and what you do. So does Google. So does Wired. So does Zucker Turd. Um, They all have to. It makes them buku bucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so um, it's like, you know, I'm not going to, God told me years ago, he said, I'm going to give you understanding of how to outwit the devil because mm. he's already been conquered. Mm-hmm. And so when we, when we're out there and it's like, instead of Satan blindsiding us, we blindside him and destroy mm-hmm. the efforts of his evil agenda to try and take over or to do whatever. And it takes guts and it takes boldness and it takes being unafraid and it takes knowing 
I mean, anytime I've been challenged, anytime it's been weird, there's witchcraft or whatever kind of thing. I look straight up into the eyes of God. He said, I'll keep you in perfect peace when your mind and your eyes are stayed on me. I will counsel you with my eye. Mm -hmm. I will give you understanding of what you're facing. If you just look at me, I'm going to tell you what's going on. And now I have understanding of what this little tactic is. And then God gives me strategy in the moment on the spot. Remember, it says, don't think about what you're going to say. When you get there, it's just going to fall out of your mouth. You know, Mm -hmm. that's happened. And so now we get to watch God give us strategy and words and whatever he wants to use or just come up with his presence himself and blindside the enemy. Because the devil doesn't know what's coming. He knows where his end is going to be. He just doesn't know what God's going to do. And we also don't tell him. No. So there's a lot of them. A lot of times we don't tell people. We don't tell people what God's doing because we don't want to give it away. Mm Mm-hmm. So in Jesus modeled that when you read words that work, I've got several stories in there about when Jesus healed people of different things and then sternly warned people not to say anything because hmm. he didn't want it out there. Right. Because the enemy would try and come in and compromise what he just did. Right. And so I just feel like we're learning his ways. Remember how it says your thoughts aren't my thoughts, your ways aren't my ways. Mm-hmm. You need to learn me, my ways, you know? You need to learn what I'm doing. And if we do, we will have success. That's why I wrote these two books, Words That Work and Methods Now. This is my new one, Methods to End the Madness. It's a field guide. It is small, but it's packed full of strategies, how to build your outreach teams, how to keep uh, below the radar, how to be able to, to move with confidence into the arenas and areas that God's asking us to move into. And he's giving us strategy on the spot. Now, there's things that we're getting now that we didn't have a year ago, you know, because what does it say? Um, Your eye hasn't seen, neither has your ear heard, neither Mm -hmm. has it entered into your mind what I have in store for you. Mm -hmm. Now, there's element of secrecy and an element of mystery there. Right. So you haven't seen it. You haven't heard it nor has it entered into your mind, which tells us that we're not in charge. Yeah, God's in charge. He knows what he's doing. I also find though that people in general, and I can speak for myself, it's almost like I want to know like an idea of the whole plan before I feel the confidence to move out. Yeah. Is that something you could speak to? Yeah. Get over it. (laughs) Uh, I'll speak to you that way. Get over that. Because every time I've tried to do that too, because it gives us a level of security. Okay. Yes. Yes. But but God is a, he's a huge risk taker and he wants Mm -hmm. us to be that with him. If I know that the battle belongs to the Lord and I've been given angelic help to help assist and help me in my assignment and what Mm -hmm. I've been given to do. And that, that the only way that the enemy is going to keep me back is in fear. Okay. Mm-hmm. But perfect love is where I park my boat. It's where I park my car in perfect mm-hmm. love because it casts out fear. It literally casts it out. Right. Because fear has torment. And so, and the ways of God are past finding out. You're never going to be able to know what he's doing all the time unless he tells you. I mean, we have the word mm-hmm. and we know that, but there's more things. 
that he's going to do. I'm going to do greater things than this. I'm going to be more ridiculous than this. I'm going to show you things. I'm going to do things in your midst and give you understanding and assignment to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in ways you have never come up with. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I think it was Yvonne was talking about one of my favorite scriptures. It was Habakkuk 1.5. And it says, look among the nations. You know, I'm doing something in your day that even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, because it's not my thing. It's not I'm not thinking it up. I'm not dreaming it up. Mm -hmm. It's like the dog and pony show. If you're going to build a church and you have to have a dog and pony show in order to attract people that you better have the best one around. Right. Because that's what you're going to need to keep it going. But if God is if the Lord builds a church then you don't labor in vain to build it. It kind of feels like the news cycle is the dog and pony show right now. Well, yeah, you're just absolutely. trying to draw like attention constantly. I tell people don't even listen to it. Yeah. You know, if you want to have the real news, listen to the good news. That's what Jesus brought was good news. And also he tells you what's going on. If you don't understand it, if you don't listen to the news and you don't or just partially get a glimpse of what you think might be going on and whatever, God will give you a dream. He will give you a dream. Dreams are a major player in these days. He's going to tell you the truth through a dream. He'll reveal secrets in your dream life. Mm. He's the revealer of secrets. He's the revealer of things going on. And that way you know that it's real. And it's not being fabricated. And it's not being puffed up and blown up. And it's not a dog and pony show. And it's not something you need to pay attention to. Because too often we get caught up in that that windstorm yes. of, of all the nonsense. Well, where did the cocaine come from? And, you know, why was it, they have all these cameras and why did not anybody know or see where it was planted or whatever? And it's just all nonsense. It's like, okay, distract me mm-hmm. because it's always yes. a distraction yes. for something else going on. Yes. And if we can get smart enough to figure that part out, then we won't listen to all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't even pay attention to it because I'm so into, I'm, I'm into search and rescue. I'm, I'm in the field and I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if they walked an elephant into the white house that had cocaine on its nose. I don't care. Mm-hmm. What I care about is that I need to find ways to equip the saints to do the work. I need to equip people to know how to navigate counterculture. I need to equip people how to, to not be having a knee jerk reaction to everything Mm -hmm. that we see and we hear Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. We can be aware of it, but we have to know we've got to start believing and, and putting our faith and trust that God has a better and bigger plan. Mm -hmm. And he's also whatever Satan means for evil, God will turn it for good. So whatever his plan is, God is going to expose it. He buffaloes the enemy all the time and he's going to, he's for us. And so if God is for us, then who is against us? And if God be with you and you've got all this army of heaven, more there are those that are with you than those that are against you. And so we just don't give place to the devil. That's in first Peter, Mm -hmm. you know, submit to God resist the devil and he'll flee from you. You know, it's, it's interesting to me. 
that Satan knows Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he Mm -hmm. screams and he's afraid because he knows he's defeated. He knows the power that Jesus carries. The ones that don't recognize he's even in the room are the religious. Wow. They're the ones that don't even know he's there. And they would probably kick him out of their church. Huh. I'm just like, I I just feel like we're in those times right now where we have got to begin to think like he does. And we have to start believing him and what he said is true. And we have to get our eyes off of all the distractions and all of the things that have tried to come and pull us away from being attentive. This is an army. And what I do, the places I go, we're like the Navy SEALs. I mean, we're special ops. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you are. We go yeah. in and I see things that I can't talk about. Hmm. But, you know, I'm able to equip. I equip people. I'm doing workshops to equip you and to get you ready to get you going and, and help you get over your intimid- intimidation and fear and all of that. And you just walk right in and boldness, knowing that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it. And there's not one place that can't be occupied. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's always, always there all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I've had people say to me, well, you can't do this or that. And I said, well, I don't work for you. I mean, that's my response. And I know it might sound rude, but it's true. It's like, I, I'm, I don't work for you. I, I'm, I'm going to stand before someone one day in heaven. And it's not going to be anyone that tells me no. Mm. it's going to be Jesus <laughs> who mm-hmm. told me I need for you to go and to, to be available and to move forward and to, to take my, let, let the Holy spirit be your guide. I've got a compass. I've got a spiritual compass. I know where we go. I know what we do. I've, I've been walking at different times and I'll hear the, the voice of the Holy spirit go stop right here and turn to the left. Hmm. And when I've done it, it causes I have a divine appointment with someone right there. If I'd have kept going, I would have been caught up in something that had nothing to do with what God's assignment was for me. So, and I mean, I don't know. I just, I just feel like that we're in that time right now where we need to sharpen. It's like I said, let, let those, it's the spirit said to the churches in revelation, Mm -hmm. those who have ears, let them hear. Mm-hmm. what the spirit is saying to the churches mm-hmm. because if we don't listen we can't we can't advance the kingdom we will shrink back and let the leaven come in and leaven us to the point where we're no good we're just no we're not of no effect mm-hmm. but i wanted to touch a little bit because you brought it up on the understanding counterculture yes and um can you touch on that just a little bit mm-hmm. yeah um i wasn't God told me, don't look at what they do. Don't look at how they dress. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to what they say. I'm going to give you the ability to look on the heart. Mm. This is who I've made them to be. Mm -hmm. And what, to the degree that they're, that they're behaving or acting or dressing or whatever, a certain way. The reason why they've gone in that direction is because the enemy has got He knows the plans that God has for them. So the ones that are the most demonstrative are the ones that God had his hand on from the beginning. Hmm. 
And so God will give you the ability to look on the heart. And we do that through certain things like, um, first off, we're not, we're not put off by their behavior or their bad mm -hmm. language or whatever they might say. That's why I said, don't have a knee jerk because God's going to help you see straight into them, into their spirit and into their heart, how, what they're made for, what they're, I, I call it original root recovery. Who are you? Hmm. You know, and, and, and it bypasses all of the arguments of the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions. It goes hmm. straight into the spirit. Hmm. And now you're able to say, well, this is what I see about you. This is what you're made for, you know, or whatever. Or if, mm -hmm. if I can't get that far because they'll try and argue with me, I'll go, well, I, I'm not here to change you. I right. just gave you some information that is very helpful. If you'll take it, you might do better. It's like connecting the gift with the giver of the gift. It works better. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell that to musicians often. Gosh, if you'll just connect the gift with the giver of the gift, it'll work better for you. Hmm. And so, um, and so God understanding counterculture, you have to realize that there it's all, it's almost like, um, it's like a fan club or something. It's like, they've all gotten this idea and it's, it's just yeasting. You know, mm -hmm. Satan understands yeasting. He mm -hmm. understands leaven. He understands all that. You know, he understands what makes makes things grow. And that's why they're at, it, this only started with just a handful of people. Mm -hmm. And now it's right. gotten out of hand. Now it's become a cultural whatever. But again, it's just a fad. People need to understand that it is a fad and it will be washed away. Why? Because in the Jesus movement, just from my personal reference and what I understand it, um, we were all thinking certain things. That was when the new age was blowing up mm -hmm. and everybody thought about Ekinkar and about soul travel and about all these weird things. Jesus shows up on the scene and now everyone is drawn to him because he is the light of the world. Mm. And so many of us got saved in the Jesus movement because it was a very dark time and it, it, it seemed like there was very little hope. Mm -hmm. for a generation of kids. Mm -hmm. And that's where we are right now. And usually the biggest revivals have happened in the very darkest times. Yeah. So we just have to realize that you don't try and, and convince anyone. You're never going to change them by your words. Paul said that mm -hmm. I didn't come to you with persuasive words and speech, but with a demonstration of the power of God, now, when you come with a demonstration of the power of God, which you receive, by the way, by the Holy Spirit, that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Now, that kind of power isn't going to come through persuasive words and speech. Mm -hmm. It's going to come through an encounter that people have. Right. And I, I have watched them. They have been so completely confused. It was as if everything they believed was in a blender spinning around and around and around. And they hmm. had no identity. They didn't know who they were, what they were for. They had, they, they came up with all these ridiculous things out of their mouth yeah. mm -hmm. of what they believe. And we just got them before the one who could do something. It's like, it's like taking the, the, the twigs and the mud and the rocks and dirt off the, the roof. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at, in Mark two, where. You know, they made a big, big, big spot for this guy to be lowered down 
Like yeah. he had to all work in unity for that to happen. All those guys had to want to get that guy, the paralytic in front of Jesus so bad mm-hmm. that they were willing to come a different direction. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And they were willing to take a risk, but they all had to work in unity in order to lower him down so he didn't flop right. off the structure. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, he was going to flop off one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So it's like they, they lowered him down. And I'm sure it made a racket. because Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And so Jesus wasn't bothered by that. He saw it as great faith. Right. And, um, you know, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about that whole dog and pony show. You know, if we we subscribe (laughs) to the dog and pony show, there really isn't the authority there. And if we're truly looking for people to encounter the heart of the father, to encounter God, like maybe, maybe we need to go that different direction. Maybe we need to be willing to look at it and go, well, what are our hearts after? Are we after an actual encounter with the Lord or we want to just be entertained or do we want to just feel good or have our ears tickled? You know, because to me, what I hear in your heart is just this desire. Like if people are going to be set free, they need to actually encounter real authority, real real Mm -hmm. an ax to the root, essentially, like what you were just talking about with exposing the original root, but also laying an ax to the root of deception, maybe that they're under. Mm -hmm. Remember remember when, um, I'm trying to think of where it was, where it said, don't, don't be moved by their faces. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't, don't be looking at them and trying to figure it out. It's almost like God's saying, look, I already know them. I already know what they've gone through and I know what you've gone through. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, I don't have to use you, but you're available to me. So I'm going to use you. Mm-hmm. And then you have supernatural things that come on you. Words of knowledge, words of wisdom, healing power. You have all kinds of transformational things that will come on you because God wants them back so bad. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, I'm not moved by what I see. Hmm. I mean, at Burning Man, there's people that don't wear clothes. Yeah. And I mean, we just were like, well, you know, I asked God, I said, what is that all about? Like, why are they doing that? Because it's hot and they can get sunburn, burn places they shouldn't. (laughs) And I'm like, well, what is that all about? And he said, they just don't want to be tied down. Hmm. It has nothing to do with sexuality so much as it just, they just don't want to be tied down. They're looking for freedom and this is what they think they can do in order to get it. Hmm. And so God taught us how to look on the heart really, really quickly. Yeah. And he taught us how to, to minister to them according to what he saw inside and all of the stuff that they went through. And the Lord told me, he said, you don't know their story. Right. Mm -hmm. I know their story. And, um, so that's when you were saying, you know, I just, I'm afraid or I don't know. And I said, well, you don't know their story. If you Mm -hmm. knew their story, what happens? And you get supernatural compassion. Mm -hmm. And now you've got supernatural. It's the kindness of God, which is supernatural to Mm -hmm. bring people into a relationship with him into repentance. And once, once they feel his acceptance, he loves you broken. I've talked about this. He loves you broken. He loves you naked. He loves you angry. He loves you cussing. He loves you drinking. He loves you drunk. He loves you drugged. He loves you whichever way. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. He loves you. And he just wants to wrap his arms around you and give you a whole new identity. 
Mm-hmm. That's his. Well, him. and if you think about it, if you think about it, God knew all of those things about that person before he put it on your heart to go talk to them. Yeah. So even though you may have that reaction of like, oh my goodness, he already knew. He already knew everything he was going to encounter or that we would encounter, but yet he still out of his love for that person, put it on your heart to go speak to them. The other thing is we have to remember that God is a farmer and everything starts in seed form. Mm -hmm. So I didn't come out of the shoot of evangelism, just having this ability to, to connect with people that were different than me. Mm -hmm. And so I went through the time of judging them and, you know, wanting to correct their behavior and telling them, I had one young girl get a hold of me. She goes, Oh my gosh, do I have to go get all my tattoos removed? I've just found Jesus. And I said, honey, those tattoos are your story that led you to the arms of Jesus. Don't you Mm -hmm. do anything with them? Mm -hmm. It's like, this is what caused your path. God allowed you to go this way. And people are like, well, that's a sin. No, it's not. Jesus doesn't see it like that. And so that's Old Testament and Jesus fulfilled the law and brought right. you into freedom. Right. So, you know, we have to think about the way that God is and how he is drawing people to himself. If we mm-hmm. if we get hung up on something as simple as a tattoo mm-hmm. or, you know, a, an illegitimate child mm-hmm. or, you know, sexual immaturity or homosexual lifestyle, whatever kind of thing. God is well able to bring hope and bring freedom and bring that person into a relationship with him that they didn't have before, you know, before he led them to you. And he told me that he said, the more you grow in this, you know, cause he, he's a farmer and everything's in seed form. I had to grow in it too. He said, when you're kind to my friends, I'll introduce them to you. <laughs> and so he said, if you're, if you're going to judge them, I'm not, I'm going to keep them away from you because so often we try and correct people or bring correction to people that aren't even born again. They don't even have a mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. or maybe they're backslidden. Well, they don't need somebody spanking their butt. They need the, they need the, the whole story of the prodigal. Was it from afar off? The father saw the son coming back after he squandered everything. Mm-hmm. And who was offended? Not the father. The son, the faithful son. Yeah. The elder brother. Mm -hmm. And I think we have become the elder brother in the churches to so many people Mm -hmm. that they're like, you know, what about me? I didn't go do that. Mm -hmm. I didn't go off and do all those things. Mm -hmm. What about the parable of the workers that only worked 30 minutes and got the same pay as the rest of them that worked the whole day? Right. I mean, it's like we just need to rejoice at the fact that they're coming back at all mm-hmm. they even well, found oh go ahead know, go ahead now that they even found it safe to come back well and i think of that too in terms of being a parent you know there are times where my child my, my girls will do something where it's almost like i know their level of maturity isn't ready for something that maybe i want to teach them or show them and I think of God in, a, in a, a lot like that, where he knows where we are in our, our growth and development with him. Yeah. He knows where we are in our maturity with him. And, and like a loving father, he brings us into those situations as we're ready for them. Yeah. And there are some people who are deeply wounded and traumatized where that is the priority, is getting mm-hmm. them healed, getting them set free, getting those 
maybe having a loving father figure for the first time watching over them and caring for them or a loving mother figure, you know, whatever that may be. And just, it's like you were saying, not going in necessarily with a, our own plan, but being willing to hear his voice to, to put the throttle on or to ease up and put on the brakes. Well, and it's, it's a, it's a learning curve for us as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, because God's growing us, you know, that we need to be grown up and that we would grow up into God in all aspects and that we would understand with all the saints, according to Ephesians, what is the width, the depth, the like, the length, the width of the love that God has for us. And we don't have a measurement stick for that. There's no, it's endless, you know, because love doesn't fail. And if we start, if we start judging people because of our own thoughts or things we think or whatever, it's a repellent. Mm -hmm. That's why so many people aren't coming into Mm -hmm. church to even learn about him. Mm -hmm. So we have to build communities that are accepting and judgment free and shame free Mm -hmm. so that they can come in and have, and we need that. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. We need that ourselves. I mean, we're, we're no, you know, we're, we're just people too on the planet and um, pastors need that a shame-free environment. You know, they're just trying their best to be good shepherds over the sheep. Some of them are, 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 you know, have used it for own personal gain, but God deals with that. Mm -hmm. That's not for us to deal with. Mm -hmm. And God's well able to correct his kids. Yeah. He, who he loves, he disciplines. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just feel like we're there. I think we're in a, uh, you know, we're dealing in a spirit of right now, a season of consequences. Mm-hmm. It's the boomerang coming back. We're dealing with how do we position ourselves so that God can trust us to go into certain places and rescue people that need it? How are we going to be trained up and grow up in, into him in all aspects? How are we going to have a renewed mind? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. How are we going to step out of the religious shell that we've all been in mm-hmm. thinking that we're better than other people? Mm-hmm. Cause we're not, we're just people mm-hmm. <laughs> that found him, you know, thank God. I mean, it's been 50 years for me. Wow. So I'm like, we just, we just need to, the whole face of the church is changing and the heart of the ch- church is changing. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have his heart, we don't have any business talking to people that don't know him Mm -hmm. because it'll just drive him away. So that's why I wrote words at work. That's why I wrote methods that in the madness, again, you can get these on my website, cindymingo.org. This is your, the heart of God. This is the love language. This is the heart of God. And this is the why or how to, Mm -hmm. this is the why this is the how to. So. I wanted to give people some written understanding of this is what we've experienced. And we've been out there. Mm -hmm. So we're not novices now. We've been out there for a long time and we've seen a lot of things that we didn't think we would. And we've experienced a lot of people in different situations in life. And God has taught us as we've gone. And it was in secret. It was when Mm -hmm. nobody knew we were going. It was when in the, in the quiet places, that's how everything happens. Your training always comes out of public view, (laughs) you know? Mm. I mean, David did, he, he took care of the lion and the bear before he met Goliath. Right. And so, you know, everything is in secret 
and and we're learning how to follow him and we're learning how to get his heart and we're learning how to repent for some of the stupid things we've done. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'll speak for myself because I've done them. You know, I wanted to correct people. I wanted to tell people to put clothes on. You know, I wanted to, you know, and God said, that's no business of yours. Hmm. I mean, it's not, it's like, if you don't accept them where they're at, they're never, they won't be able to hear. Right. And I had to learn how to look on the heart, hear God's voice about them and deliver whatever it was I needed to say. And then I was able, they, they would come back. And when they came back to our tent at Burning Man, the next day they were, they had stuff on. It's Hmm. almost like when they get, they get in presence of a purity you know, Jesus and purity, then they don't want to be impure. They don't want, you know, I'd even have young kids that were cussing up a storm. And then I just showed up to interpret their dream or whatever. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I got, you know, I heard it. It's not like I haven't heard it, but I don't want, yeah. you know, but I'm like, well, thank you. Hmm. And that's what I just say. You know, we had a lady that went with us to Burning Man last year with our team and she was 80 something years old. Wow. And they put her in a chair and said, look, if you want to hear something from the creator of the universe about your life, go see the Oracle. Oh, I love it. I do too. I was like, that's brilliant. And so she just sat in a chair and she's a grandmother. And she just sat in the chair and gave words of knowledge out to these seekers. And, um, it was beautiful. It's a wonderful experience. So she was so excited. I think she's uh, dealing with some health issues, so Mm -hmm. she can't do it this year, but I bet that was a real blessing to them though, to have that. I I have an advantage. Everyone has an advantage according to your age. If you're older, you're going to probably be able to say a few more things Mm -hmm. than if you're younger. Mm-hmm. If you're younger, they're just going to look at you, you know, and whatever they may yeah. or may not receive. But with older, yeah. it's almost like they're looking for a mom. Yeah, they're looking for a father. They're looking for somebody that can love them. So anyway, so um, yeah. Well, Cindy, thank you so much for sharing. I just would love to, um, if you would be willing to pray for the viewers, oh, sure. just with yeah. what you've been sharing today and just, <laughs> you know, whatever is on your heart. Okay. Father, I just want to thank you right now that you're adjusting us to your temperature in mm-hmm. heaven, that you're getting us ready for things to come. That God, you are, you are, your eye is always on us and your, your training is always thorough. I want to thank you that you're tuning us to heal, hear you and that you're giving us the ability to understand what you're saying to us and that you're, you're giving us new ideas and new thoughts and new ways that we need to move forward in the days that we're living in now. I pray Mm -hmm. that you would adjust our radar to know what's coming before it comes. Mm -hmm. And God, that you would give us dreams. I pray that you would download dreams on us, God, and you would give us information just like you did Joseph, Jesus, father, earthly father, that you would give us dreams on how to navigate the days ahead that are, that are tricky and that are dangerous. And I thank you, Lord, that you're going to teach us how to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Mm-hmm. And you're going to teach us, God, how to feel your that our, our hearts would beat with your heart 
that we would forget our old ways and we would get out of our old wineskin and we would step into the new. So I just thank you for doing that for us, Lord. We just love you. We are in this with you and for you. God, we are, we love you. We just Mm -hmm. thank you for all that you're doing and the way that you've got this incredible redemptive thing happening. And we're with you, Jesus. We love you. We, We love you and we lift you up. And when you're lifted up, you draw amen to yourself. And no man comes to the Father except our Jesus, except the Father draw him. So we just thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that you're teaching us how to go about this and how to change ourselves. And right now, I want to ask that you would help us to lay up at your feet all of the stuff and the heavy junk and all the burdens and all the cares and all the worries and all the fear and all the things that that you feel that God is judging you for, I want to ask you just to lay that at Jesus' feet right now because he takes all that stuff, exchange burdens with him, right? So that you don't carry it. My burdens, Jesus said, are light. They don't have any weight to them. And so cast your care on the Lord. I just thank you, God. I thank you for who you are and what you've taught us and the way that you're getting us prepared for for what you're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus' name, blessing on your house, blessing on your finances, blessing on your kids, blessing on your schools. Teach us and show us where to get involved. Give us language and words that work. (laughs) Yeah. Give us the ability to end the madness. And... uh, Give us your your lens to look out of God yeah. instead of our own. Thank you for Elijah streams and Elijah fire. And God bless this ministry. God bless this ministry that are reaching so many, many thousands of people. And I just thank you for truth flowing and flooding out of, out of here. And for Stephen Doreen to be so faithful for so long. Yeah. And getting this and getting getting information out to you. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Just it's Thank a good you. time. It's a good days ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I've offended any of you with my <laughs> comment, but I'm from Texas and it's not a bad word here. I loved it. Um, <laughs> so when you were mentioning earlier about the booth, if there may be people who are listening and would like to help you with that or contribute yeah. with that, is there somewhere that they can go? Yes. Is it cindymiguel.org? It is cindymiguel.org okay. and you can pay for the whole thing. All right. If you want to pay, I think we want the $8,000 one and because it gives us more room. By what time frame are you well, needing? We're, if the, the booths are going to go um, quickly. Okay. So the smaller ones or the cheaper ones will go first okay. and then it'll go up to the next level and then the next and the next. And I will have, I'm going to have Melissa put it on my website mm-hmm. so that people can see. And then um, I just, uh, I mean, we're talking not just booth rental, we're talking uh, Airbnb. We're talking a house big enough to okay. host the team. We're talking airfare. We're talking uh, uh getting our badges to get in, which are around 200 until the end of this month. And then they go up okay. to about two fifty three hundred dollars $300. And then we're talking uh, vehicles that we mm-hmm. have to rent and uh, food and uh, gifts. We give gifts out to the girls and to mm-hmm. people that come. And um, 
so those are just some of the basic expenses that we have with this. It's a big outreach right? and it's expensive. So um, people that have a heart to reach people in the porn industry, again, porn is the thing driving sex trafficking. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, Cindy Jacobs actually just prophesied over me and she doesn't always do that. And I love it when that happens because it's so spontaneous. And mm-hmm. she said, God's narrowing your focus into uh, specifically right now, the porn industry, so that you can train up others in how to go and and reach the people that are being drawn into this multi-billion dollar industry. And lives are so, you know, they're so deeply, horribly impacted on a bad way when they get into it. And then a training center, she said, there's going to be a training center in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and it's going to be paid for. Fantastic. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I'm going to have that on my website as well. So cindymcgill.org. Thank you for helping us. And thank you for sewing in. And thank you for, you know, partnering with us. And we're equipping more and more teams. I want to equip people to be in every city that can take on these uh, porn-fueled um, um, conventions. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just the one in Vegas. They're all over. And so, you know, we want to be able to, to be available to God in those areas. And I do a lot of training other people do, but that's what can happen. So we, we just thank everyone who sews in. It's not, it's, it it is well worth, God will bless you back. I'll put it that way. God will bless you back. You can't out give God. So, and, and we're willing to go in, we're willing to do the work. We're willing to go rescue. And especially these little kids. Yeah. I, I I'm seeing it. I'm watching it. I have video, I have pictures and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm just, I mean, you talk about mama heart yeah, and, and mama bears. It's, Um, it's, it's tough. Mm -hmm. And so uh, again, her voice is another um, ministry that we partner with so that we go to the, to different areas and we're, we're creating a whole group of people that are saying no to uh, injustice and to, um, horrible um, situations that they're, that kids are being subjected to, especially grooming. Yeah. Absolutely. And we don't, it's not just on the border, you know, it's not just in other countries. It's right here. Yeah. It's and, in uh, there's, well, there's a lot of, of exposure that's going to be happening. I'll put it that way. It's going to shock a lot of people hmm. who've been involved in these pedophile rings and they thought they would never be caught and they're going to be caught. And they're going to be exposed and it's going to come out and there won't be any way to deny it. So. All right. We just well, have that's to sobering. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it's what Jesus said. Yeah. God's not mocked. Mm-mm. The boomerang's coming back and we're in a season of consequences. Mm. So there you go. All right. Well, Cindy, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here with us and just dropping some incredible wisdom and insights in this interview. I really, really appreciate you being here. We love Um, being there with you guys. So everybody, that is our show for today. Tomorrow, Jeff is back. He's going to be doing a new series with Yvonne Atiyah, and they're going to be going through the Song of Solomon. It's going to be about intimacy with Christ. So it's pretty awesome. So please join us again tomorrow. Again, Cindy, thank you so much for your time, and we will see you all next time. Bye, guys. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. 
For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Thank you.